Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Before I go to bed, here's the birthday boy. I don't even, I don't need to tell you who the birthday boy is. And by the way, happy birthday, Betty White, wherever you are. Was in London performing Driving Miss Daisy with Vanessa Redgrave and Boyd Gaines. But the Academy is not about to let 5,000 miles get in the way of a good time. So please return to the screen, your attention to the screen, as we take you to the Wyndham Theatre in London's West End to see what happened at the end of Driving Miss Daisy this very afternoon. Uh, Tonight in Los Angeles, the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences will be announcing three honorary Oscars And one of them is for James Earl Jones! That's just the beginning, hooray! Because, as James Earl Jones is here at the Wyndham's Theatre in London, and the ceremony is tonight in Los Angeles, the Academy have arranged for a very special ceremony here on this stage. And now, will you join Boyd Gaines and me in giving a big welcome to the actor who's going to present Jim with his Oscar Academy Award winner, Sir Ben Kingsley. Uh, even before I met James L. Jones, I, I felt that I knew him. There's a familiarity about his every aspect, his uh, imposing physical presence, his 1,000-kilowatt smile, <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, basso profundo voice with which he has graced some of the best-loved characters in cinema, Behind, and something I envy, uh, a mask of great stillness. Yet our craft is um, symbolized by two masks. The mask of tragedy and the mask of comedy. And James Earl, you inhabit them both so brilliantly. From Star Wars to Shakespeare, from Dr. Strangelove to The Lion King, uh, you... You achieve what every actor strives for. Let me put it simply. You're always so damn good. (laughs) From animated films, art house films, blockbusters, comedy, drama, period films, you grace every performance with... Uh, an astonishing professionalism, a passionate honesty, 
and a deeply rooted and unique humanity which all of us have witnessed watching and all of us witness working with you. On behalf of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, it is my joy and my privilege to present you James Earl Jones with this an Academy Award. Thank you. I know you've been very kind to stay with us. Uh, you're a great audience this afternoon. I just want to ask you a question. Um, if an actor's nightmare is being on stage buck naked <laughs> and not knowing his lines, what the heck do you call this? <laughs> I mean, look at this. I, I've been on this stage with a great audience, and thank you. And uh, I had my clothes on. I knew my words. And then out from the wings steps uh, Ben Kingsley, and he has me an Oscar. Frankly... Frankly, what the heck else would you call that but an actor's wet dream? <laughs> and, and aside from that, how do I feel? Well, I'm more than flabbergasted. There's a, a word I've learned here in Britain. They'd say, I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> and that's the only word that I can think of uh, that's appropriate for this uh, improbable moment in my life. Improbable because, well, let's start with my introduction to motion pictures. Four years old, sitting on a bench in the dark in Mississippi. Two, score, two storekeepers have taken a bed sheet and stretch it between their stores. One sells popcorn, the other sells soda pop. That familiar? And when those images start emitting sound on that bed sheet and uh, the shootouts and the fisticuffs start, I simply can't handle it. And I dive under the bench in terror, begging, screaming, make them stop. Somebody make them stop doing that. Well, I can't make them stop, so eventually I joined them. <laughs> and for half a century now, uh, being a journeyman actor in my own fashion, I still spend more time on boards like these than in front of cameras like those. Uh, I, I sometimes feel like that lone wolf uh, lurking around the, outside the glow of the cinema campfire. Uh, 
lurching in to snatch a, a morsel of movie now and then. Now, sometimes those morsels I'm quite proud of, but you cannot be a cinema actor and conduct your career like I've done and not end up in some of the worst movies <laughs> ever committed to celluloid. Uh, but I want to tell you something. <laughs> well, I, I, wanna, I wanna tell you something. I'm, I so cherish them that I refuse to name them. You'll just have to Google, my friends, because the night belongs to Oscar. I want to thank the, the Academy, the Board of Governors. Uh, I want to thank Mr. Sid Gannis for flying my little golden friend over the ocean. And uh, thank you, Sir Ben Kingsley, for presenting it to me. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand before you deeply honored, uh, mighty grateful, and just plain gobsmacked. And so on January 17th, 1931, 92 years ago, in Acapulco, Mississippi, I'm sure I pronounced it wrong, James Earl Jones was born. He was the father of another actor, Robert Earl Jones. You might remember him from The Sting. In fact, it's in the genes. His father lived to be 96 years old. He was a pre-med major in college. He served in the United States Army during the Korean War. He began pursuing acting with his Broadway debut in 1957. He appeared in several Shakespeare plays, including Othello, Hamlet, Coralinas, and King Lear. And he had that voice. He made his film debut in 1964's Dr. Strangelove. Jason, you know this. Received his first Academy Award nomination for The Great White Hope. Hmm. He won a Tony for The Great White Hope on stage. He didn't receive the Oscar until that honorary Oscar. But we know and love him as the voice of Darth Vader and Mufasa. Oh, sweetly. Oh, okay. <laughs> The Lion King. Scar, I just love what Jerry Marines did with that character. Mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by idiots. Did you ever cry when Mufasa died? I get up. Dad. Oh, yeah. That, did you? Did yeah. you watch it back I, and cry? I, I, I understood why Simba cried. It's heartbreaking. I still cry when I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 31. Yeah. Field of Dreams. <laughs> People will come, Ray. What was great about Field of Dreams was the smell of uh, pig manure. <laughs> wow, that's, that is strong. That stinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Star Wars? I felt very fortunate to be part of that. Yeah. Do people come up and have ever ask you um, to say, no, I am your father? Yeah. All the time? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am your father. Do you do it? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, do it now? There was a time I wasn't allowed to. Really? You know, uh, George Lucas is, is very careful about his, the stuff he wrote. Yeah. And I, I can't just sort of carelessly. Just say it. No. So did you get in trouble for saying it? 
I would, I you guess. Would? <laughs> That's not good. The Sandlot. I love The Sandlot. The Sandlot was such a great movie. You can have 14 lines and be a great star. Yeah. Because of the dog. <laughs> what about Coming to America? Your only job was to look after the king. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm glad I did. It's one, one of the so-called blockbusters, I guess. I wanted to do the guy who tried to rip off McDonald's. They're McDonald's. I'm McDonald's. That's my kind of role. Right. I'm kind of, he's really a jerk. Uh -huh. <laughs> do you have a, a favorite line that you've said in any of the movies? My son works? Question mark. My son works! What's next? What do you want to accomplish next? Oh, I, I love to do a comedy. To see an old man make an ass of himself. <laughs> it's about time. This has been an absolute pleasure sitting down with you. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks. you. I'm James Earl Jones, and we're watching Us Weekly. My next guest is just a stunning actor. He, um, I, I think I first saw him on stage in, um, in, a, in a play that I can't think of the name of. No, no, it was off-Broadway. It was before that. I saw The Great White Hope. Um, I'll ask, ask him what it was when he comes out here. What a classy introduction for a wonderful actor, James Earl Jones. I don't know which one it was, either. Something, it was, it was in the village. It was, was it something like clandestine on the morning? Yeah. Line? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. That was it, yeah. I saw yeah. you in that uh, off-Broadway. And I couldn't imagine where you had come from. You'd probably been around, of course, and uh, I was one of those people. And then the Great White Hope, of course. No one could forget the Great White Hope. When you were, you remember last time, I mean, not the first, last time, the first time you were here. Um, you gave me a moment I'll never forget. Do you have any <laughs> idea what it was? No, I, I said... Don't. At that, this was several years ago. And I said, at this point, no one knows whether to say black or Negro or colored man. And people are always pausing and hesitating. And in your deep voice, you said, why don't you try nigger? <laughs> and I, as I say it now, I get goose pimples. Do you remember this moment? It's jigaboo now. <laughs> Oh, no. Now, now, now we're all in trouble. But I, I don't know. I remember that moment. You used your deepest resonance, and it went right to the soles of my shoes. How you been? Quiet. Yeah. You had a stammer one time. Yeah. yeah. And I was I very quiet then. Yeah. I was uh, about that when the governor said he had bad eyesight, and I'd read that you as a kid had, had a stammer. Yeah. And that fascinates me, speech problems like that um yeah i, I think i, I have guess, an occasional stammer uh m many of us do when we get into emotional uptight situations uh, when i'm really angry and i speak i don't stutter but when i'm angry and confused i stutter did you do anything to learn your way out of it though as a kid did um, they give you exercises i had a an english teacher in high school who discovered that when i read my own poetry I didn't stutter because I wasn't in confrontation with other people's uh, feelings or thoughts, you know, but my own. And it came up a little better, so I, I practiced reading poetry for a while, and I think that's what got me into uh, a feeling for uh, reading dramatic things or dramatic interpretations, you know? Yeah.
And so that's James Earl Jones. And when I'm a little more with it, you'll get more. As always, unpleasant dreams. I'm sorry, Jason, I didn't talk as much. Good night.